Hi, I'm Eliza Cece, and you're listening to Like the Dove Podcast. After almost a decade of being immersed in and teaching New Age practices, God opened my eyes and heart to follow Him. Now I help ex-New Agers and new believers in their walk so you feel encouraged and less alone. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, sweet angel. Welcome back to another episode. I am really excited for this episode today because it's something that um, I think that the Holy Spirit was putting on my heart a few, I don't know, maybe a month or two ago where I, yeah, anyway, I just want, I'm really excited. I don't want to jump into it just yet, but I do want to tell you a little bit about what we are going to be talking about today. And we're going to be talking about the number one new age meditation that I think is super dangerous and why I think it's dangerous, who is teaching it, and overall just the revelation I got when reading the word of God and then being convicted by the Holy Spirit about, and it was more just like an aha moment of how I had um, I learned, I was taught this meditation in the new age and then how I was actually teaching it myself in my classes and courses, which thankfully, um, I've repented for and how I just, every time I see someone, um, teaching this or still using it as a believer, um, I just want to just kind of bring it forward to your mind so that you can, um, reflect on it and really see how evil and demonic this meditation actually is and why I think that's true. So before we get into the episode, I really just want to say thank you so much for being a listener. It means the world to me. I don't care if there's five people here listening who really feel something from this, if it's one person or if it's thousands. I'm just truly, truly so grateful. So If you're a person who has subscribed and you continually come back to these episodes with me, I'm so grateful. And I just have one request. If this is something that has been meaningful or impactful for you, could you go and share your favorite episode of like the Dub podcast on any of the places? You could text it to a friend. Um, You could share the link in an email. You could share it on social media, whatever feels good for you. But Just go back to your favorite episode and please, please this week at some point, please share it with someone that you love and that you think will really enjoy more of these episodes from me because um, that's what we're aiming for here is more people to like us, like you and me, um, to come together and to listen to this. And um, I'm always just really excited to be able to share what the Holy Spirit is pressing in on me to share and to speak about and to talk about, especially when it comes to leaving the new age or being a new believer or just really um, discipling ourselves well. So thank you so much for doing that. And um, let's get into the episode. Okay, so there's a few things that I want to talk about before I share what the meditation is and how it's practiced and taught and where you be likely to find it. And that is that when I was taught this meditation and I was like firmly in the new age, like many people in the new age, um, I thought nothing of it. I thought it was just like a cool meditation that was helping me to connect more with myself and that it wasn't harmful um, or impactful to me at all. 
even when I was a newer, like newly saved, and I was still dabbling because I wasn't fully clear on all of my boundaries yet, and God hadn't revealed all of the things to stop, because I think, like if you go back to some of my episodes, you've heard me say before how um, there were certain things that I knew immediately to completely cut out and and cut out cold turkey and and never go back to them again. And I haven't. But there were some things that were a little bit more nuanced for me. And so I really do feel that Jesus gave me such grace in helping me um, to grow in discernment and to understand what practices um, would be that I would eventually be letting go of, but that they weren't immediate. And I think he was teaching me how, absolutely how to grow on my discernment and how to understand like good from evil and how to understand how to really truly trust him and follow his lead. And that of course is, you know, like our whole life sanctification process, right? We're always, you know, as soon as we choose Jesus Christ as our savior, right? Um, we live within this sanctification process of him continuing to grow us and to move us to live more Christ-like. And so um, one of the things that kind of stuck around for a bit for me were these practices, um, like certain, I wouldn't say I was meditating because I actually stopped meditating a little bit before I was even saved because it just didn't feel right for me anymore. Um, but there were certain practices, like um, certain ways I was doing flower essences and certain other new age um things that just that I kept on because I was in a relationship and like a conversation with Jesus about, you know, where this would all, where I would land on all of it. And so the first thing that I would just say that when I taught this, or when I was taught this meditation, um, it was taught in mostly priestess circles. So I was involved in some um, priestess circles that were really like heavily into um, kind of, I don't know, I guess the best way to say it is like self-worship. There was just like so much emphasis on you being the sovereign being and you being, you know, strong in your femininity, but also at the same time, really like against the patriarchy and just very feminist kind of vibes of um of what they believed and things like that and how like you were that you had power that came from your womb and um there are a lot of like practices around the womb and um like clearing energy cutting cords um creating boundaries you know in more of like an energetic way um using flower essences for literally any emotion that you have and just you know just being in my uh, understanding of it now just really feel, being afraid of emotion like anytime you had an emotion oh there was a flower essence for that and there was just like so much emphasis on um like you being in control and you being your own god and you being um you know the forefront and the center and the creator of your own life and one of these kind of like priestess groups that i became involved with taught a lot about um connecting with goddess energy and things like that and so one of the practices and this is the meditation that i want to talk with you about today was that you would um, put down a grounding cord from like your body and you would bring a cord all the way to the core of the earth 
And then within this priestess community, there's a lot of talk about dragons. And if we're Bible readers, we know that dragons in the Bible are demonic. There's nothing else about it. But in the priestess uh, lineage, they call it, um, they talk a little bit, uh, a lot about how dragons are the mothers or the birthers of the earth. And they're the ones that created the ley lines and all this stuff, right? And so um, when I was like immersed in these groups, I really thought nothing else. I thought it was like, okay, like they're just teaching me something I don't know. And I'm learning it and I'm embracing it. And this is just going to help me um, in my spiritual life, right? And so I thought nothing of it. And I did these um, grounding practices where you, again, you you imagine that there's like some kind of energy core that goes from like the center of your body and you draw it down into the core of the earth. And then you have that energy at the core of the earth, draw up this cord up back into your body to like heal you or whatever your intention for the meditation might be. And so I hadn't thought about this meditation in, I don't know, two, three years, something like that. Um, And I used to teach these meditations. I had a membership where I would teach all these new age practices and things like that. So it's just horrifying to me that one that I took on these practices so nonchalantly and so easily. And two, It's so obvious to me today that these meditations are connected to the demonic, and I want to explain more about that now. And I shared a little bit about this in my last episode, and you'll understand why, with kind of like the grief and the process of it from my father-in-law being very ill and how I was thinking so much about judgment and you know, hell and heaven and all of the things that happen um, when we think about our death, right? And, you know, the what happens to non-believers and what happens to believers and like our, you know, our promise that we have in Jesus when we die is that we get to live in eternity with him. And so all of this stuff is just like coming up. And I love when the Holy Spirit just kind of directs my eyes and my path. Um, Especially um, the Holy Spirit just kept sending me all of these YouTube videos about people who had had, I don't know if it's necessarily a near death experience or that they actually died, but these people were sharing their testimonies about how they had died and then they went to hell and where they went was the core of the earth. And so um, I've just really been thinking about this so much. I'll put in my show notes one of the uh, YouTube videos that I found to be really helpful and really started to get me thinking about this more and how and then as soon as I started to watch these testimonies of these people who shared that they died, that they went to hell, but then they were brought back to life to share their testimony that when you die and like almost all of the testimonies that I have watched about people who have had these experiences. They're all all different kinds of people from all different walks of life, and they all have said that they have died and gone to hell, and they've all landed at the core of the earth. So there is definitely this connection between the New Age, again, with playing with the demonic and just being demonic in general. I don't know if these teachers know these things and are teaching it consciously or if they know it and it or they don't know it and it's, you know, subconscious. Um, 
they don't know it at all. It's, you know, cloaked for them in mystery as they, they love so much talking about mystery. So I like to think that these people have, um, like this misunderstanding of what they're teaching. But I think it's really, really important that when we do find the truth and the answers, whether it's something that the Holy Spirit is convicting us on or we read it in the Word of God, um, which we know is perfect and inerrant, um, then we have to say something about it to just kind of let other people know in case they are doing it without knowing any better. You know, if we're doing these things, we don't know that they're demonic and maybe we share it with someone and they're like, yeah, I don't know about that. But at least we planted the seed for them. So in these meditations where we are being taught to go to the core of the earth and then to bring up the demonic energy that lives in hell, basically, and rise that energy up into our bodies, what do we think the enemy is trying to do? You know, it's um, something that we can start to contemplate and think about, right? Because it's something that New Agers do without thinking about it twice, and they just think that it's a spiritual practice. But once we start to read the Word of God, and I'm going to give um, one of the, it's just like a little blip of a verse that I would have read before thinking about this, before God was putting all the thoughts about judgment and heaven and hell, like more deeply into my heart um, to be convicted and to pray over um, in a more like passionate way than I had been um, because of the things, of course, that were going on in my life. Um I wouldn't, I probably would have read this verse and not thought twice about it. So let's just, let me read this verse to you. Okay, it's Philippians 2 verses 5 through 11. I'm going to read um, 5 through 11, but I want you to think about and really hone in on verses 10 and 11, and I'll repeat 10 and 11 just so you don't miss it. So starting at verse 5, adopt the same attitude as that of Christ Jesus, who, existing in the form of God, did not consider equality with God as something to be exploited. Instead, he emptied himself by assuming the form of a servant, taking on the likeness of humanity. And when he had come as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even to death on a cross." For the reason God highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee will bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So maybe you didn't quite catch it like I didn't the first three, four times that I have read this book of the Bible, but in verse 10, it says, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. So it's talking about heaven, earth, and hell. And the Bible is saying that hell lives beneath the earth or inside the earth, however the case might be. We don't know exactly, of course, right? But it makes sense that when people are sharing their testimonies of going to hell that they say that they feel this intense drop and it feels like they're just falling out out of thin air down in a really fast place and then they land and then they land and they know that it's the core of the earth so why are new age practitioners and teachers 
teaching people to do meditations that take you to the core of the earth if the core of the earth is hell, right? So that's just something I wanted to share with you because I think it's really important that we start to pay attention to these things. So if we hear people in our lives that we love, our friends, our family members, whatever, that are like, oh, I just did, I just learned this cool new meditation, then you can be like, okay, cool, what was it? (laughs) And then they can explain it to you. And then if it comes anywhere near dragons or core of the earth or grounding cords or energy, you know, we have these Bible verses that we can lean on. And we have these testimonies. Thank goodness for YouTube. What a blessing. And there's just so much information available to us. And of course, then we have our own discernment where we can ask the Holy Spirit of how we can share what we know about Christ and about God and about love and about the redemptive power of Jesus Christ, that we can use that and share that with people if they're sharing with us these meditations that they're doing that they just think are fun and cute. Meditating to the core of the earth where hell exists is not cute and we just need to be vigilant and strong. This is the time of the year, October, where Satan is up to all kinds of evil and messed up stuff. And so I think that it's just something that I feel God is really just pushing me to share with you because I have the experience of this and now I have my eyes have been open to the demonic and gross stuff that I used to do and I've repented for it and I'm so grateful to God every day that I have him now instead of the things that I did in the past that were just just wounding me and hurting me and messing me up beyond recognition and now that my eyes are open and my heart is just focused on God um, it just feels so good to have the peace of the Lord all around me and so that is one of the things I wanted to just talk about and share about and hopefully plant a seed for you if you're listening to this and you're thinking like I'm completely batty that's totally fine but I just want you to be open enough for me to plant the seed of curiosity and for you to go deeper within yourself and ask yourself questions and go directly to Jesus or directly to God and you know feel the Holy Spirit convicting you of any practices that are considered new age that you still might be participating in that you might not have realized just like god was showing me yep this this feeling of ick that you had for some of these practices even though you did them because you thought that that was what you needed to do eliza um I'm showing you now that you're out of it and you're not participating in this anymore, just like what a gift my love for you is, my daughter. And that's really just what it felt like um, he was giving to me uh, when this started to pop up, um, you know, the last two months or so. Okay, so I have one more verse I want to share with you, and it's from 1 Corinthians chapter 10. And it would be helpful for you to read verses 14 through 22, but I'm going to just focus on a few verses here. So Paul is um, talking with the Corinthian church about warning them against idolatry and the sacrificing food to idols and to, you know, fake gods and stuff like that. And this one verse really stuck 
out at me when I was, um, you know, thinking about this idea of this meditation and the core of the earth being hell and all this kind of stuff, right? So then, my dear friends, flee from idolatry. I am speaking as to sensible people. Judge for yourselves what I am saying. The cup of blessing that we bless, is it not a sharing in the blood of Christ? The bread that we break, is it not a sharing in the blood of Christ? Because there is one bread. We who are many are one body, since all of us share the one bread. Consider the people of Israel. Do not those who eat the sacrifices participate in the altar? What am I saying then? That food sacrificed to idols is anything, or that an idol is anything? No. But I do say that what they sacrifice, they sacrifice to demons and not to God. I do not want you to be participants with demons. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons. You cannot share in the Lord's table and the table of demons. Or are we provoking the Lord to jealousy? Are we stronger than he? There are so many beautiful things that we can take away from that passage, but one of the things that's just kind of been sinking into my heart here is just how we can really kid ourselves into thinking, oh, but I can do both. You know, I can dabble in the new age and I can be a believer in Christ. You know, I can, I I was saved, but I can still do this or this thing, you know, and it, I think it's just something that we really need to kind of just sit and be honest with ourselves and come to the Lord and sit in quiet and listen for what he reveals to you based off of any little last remnants of the new age or, um, Things that you think might not be new age at all, you know, you think you might not even associate yourself as someone who has been in the new age, but the new age is being, um, you know, kind of covertly coming into our everyday culture so, so much these days. And so I just wanted to share these with you. I wanted to share this story. I wanted to share this reflection. I wanted to share what God had been teaching me in hopes that this is something that can bring awareness to you and hopefully help you move through something that you might be practicing. It might not be this meditation at all. You might not have ever heard of this meditation before today, but I wanted to just challenge you and to remind you that especially at this time of the year with Halloween coming up and just all the stuff that's happening on earth today, all of it, right? There's so much that we um, have to be kind of uh, aware of when it comes to Satan. And we, I just hope and pray that this episode has helped you. And I hope that you will review those verses and feel into what God might be convicting you to adjust or stop doing or change or grow in the areas that he's really wanting you to because he wants all of you. He wants your whole heart. He doesn't want part of you. He doesn't want you to dabble. He wants you and you alone. He wants to be with you for eternity. He wants you to turn away from idols and turn away from practices that are dark and demonic that you might not even know about or maybe you do. And he wants you to fully embrace him as the love of your life. <laughs> and so, yeah, so that's what I wanted to share with you today. I would love to hear from you if this um, episode brought anything up for you. You know that you can always email me info at elizacc.com. Next week's episode is going to be really fun because I'm going to be sharing my updated testimony um, because I think that's important to do because the very first episode of this new podcast um, last year, 
I think is when it happened. Um, I shared my testimony, but I think I can just articulate it in such a better way now <laughs> that it's more settled in a few years in. And so, yeah, I'm really excited to be sharing that with you. So make sure that you're subscribed and you look out for that notification. If you want to make sure that you see every single episode from me, definitely um, consider signing up for the email list because I always email to let you know when the new episodes drop. So thank you so much for being here. I hope that this episode served you in some way and I will see you in the next episode next week. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'd be so grateful if you take a few seconds, hop over to iTunes or Spotify, wherever you're listening to this and leave a review if you've enjoyed these episodes. And it'd be so fun to just keep connected with you, hear your suggestions of things you'd like me to cover in the future episodes. And you can do that through DM on our new Instagram page at likethedove, or you can email me info at elizacc.com. Don't forget, we have a really amazing freebie for you in the show notes called the New Believer Resource Library. It's full to the brim with book recommendations, Bibles I use and love, and all kinds of links and support for your walk with God. I hope it helps you. Okay, I'll see you in the next episode.